Yo, thank you guys for tuning in to the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Can you guys believe it? It's already two years of having this podcast. My life has truly changed after eight days before my daughter was born and starting this podcast and figuring out how I'm going to align myself to my definition of success. I went through a period of healing myself and sharing the journey, leveraging my relationships, the podcast interviews that we had with on here and developing the man that is worthy of success, of being better and requiring more of life. If you guys haven't joined our Facebook group, The Calibrated Man, go ahead and do so. We're building, launching, scaling, and monetizing our podcast while transforming business and lives. So you're going to want to hit the show notes and join there. Leave a five-star rating and review. That way you can tell a friend, let them know exactly how this podcast has helped you and sign up for our newsletter. If you really want to fucking win and figure out how to transform your life and business and life, you're going to have to continually work at it and surround yourself with the right people. Hit those show notes, join that Facebook group, join our mastermind, and let's get your podcast journey going. Got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, the winner's paradigm. Perfect. Let's try this shit again. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 125 of the Winner's Paradigm podcast. And the Winner's Paradigm turns two today. And it's been amazing on this journey of really self-empowerment, self-improvement, sharing that to the world. Um, It's something we traditionally don't think of. And uh, it's one thing that makes us go further. You know, when I just started this, it was eight minutes long, uh, went through it. My wife called me. So we restarted. And that is okay, you know, and I think that's what's funny about the journey that I've learned about podcasting. It's all about being malleable, flexible, and becoming a better version of yourself and figuring out what's important to you. And when I first started this journey, you know, I was worried about what everybody else thought. I was worried about where I came from and the stories that I shared or how my mom had people listening to my podcast and reporting back to her. And it was just dumb shit that I was so focused on. And what's funny is, is the more work you put in, the more you realize, the more time you invest. And for me, it was getting amazing fucking guests on the podcast. It was pushing it. It was always figuring out how do I align myself with my definition of success. And that is one thing I talk about. And when we talk about this podcast, we talk about recalibrating mindset. I talk to men specifically because it's a different style of leadership, a different style of speaking to where you can tell a man to suck it the fuck up, to get better, to focus on what they have to do. And when I started this podcast eight days before my daughter was born, it was insane to me. Why? Because I finally did that one thing that I was looking for my whole life. I wanted to connect with people. I wanted to talk to them on a deeper level. I wanted to... Um, really align myself to others. And I've always done this since I was little. I'd get in trouble for talking too much or telling the teacher too much. And I call my parents because I said something or third grade, I used to fight a lot and get in trouble because one house was the party house, the other house was strict. And uh, it was something that I always told too much information of. 
and it got me into situations. But having the podcast was awesome because I finally had that place to talk to that man. I finally was able to say, hey, I got sexually assaulted. And uh, it brought me to be vulnerable, to be angry, to be upset, to be violent and not get me thinking straight. It got me to a point where I started healing and started understanding and seeing things differently and speak fucking differently. It got me to a point where I no longer accepted the mediocrity that is acceptable within society and made me become more of an asshole to an extent because I just don't fuck with that shit. I don't resonate with it. I used to drink a gallon of whiskey. I've done some bad fucking decisions. I repeated history. I watched my parents do it from a young age and I became exactly what they are. And when I looked at it, that was something I didn't want to fucking be. So when I talk about the winner's paradigm and I talk about mindset and recalibration, it's just like a car. You recalibrate your car and you figure out what the issue is and you move forward. That's what our fucking mind is. Sometimes we're trained. We have shit ingrained in us that doesn't serve us. That isn't fucking good. And you can think of all you want. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but it's not right sometimes. And I think that's the power behind is understanding how we need to show up, how we need to be, and how we can be the best versions of ourselves. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't go through the things that we do. And uh, it really shows what happens when you look at who they are, what they've been through in their life. And having your podcast is something that you can have a platform, you can work on, you can become the best version of yourself. And for me, you know, I use my podcast strategically to help me in life before it even comes to the business in that you think about yourself first, you show up as that best version of yourself, you get the help you need so that can bring you up and elevate you before you even touch anybody else and you can help them figuratively within their own lives. You have to do the work first. So three things that I've learned within the two years of having a podcast doing over 170 episodes, over uh, 150 podcast appearances, three things, healing yourself and sharing your journey. As Wes Watson talks about it, heal yourself and teach others how to do the same. It's fucking powerful when you're able to talk to men who come from machismo places, who come from the hardest of hard, but we don't talk about our emotions. We don't talk about the fucked up shit we've been through. And for me, it was writing my eulogy every single month and realizing that if I died, what it would look like. It was getting visions from God of me dying vicious, violent fucking deaths and realizing that I needed to elevate my game. I need to be fucking better because what I was doing was not fucking it. And it allowed me to see that the capacity of what we have is fucking small. So as you heal yourself, as you share that journey, you're going to fucking hit it and you're going to meet some great fucking people. And for me, it was elevating, reaching out to these hardest motherfuckers and being like, hey, brother, how are you showing your fucking suck? How are you showing that story that helped you change your game and helping others do the same? So when I talk about recalibrating mindset, when I talk about aligning yourself to your definition of success, it means fucking everything to me. Because for me, if you want to really fucking win, you're going to pick the brains. I hate fucking saying that. But you're going to find the people that are doing the things that you want to do, and you're going to align yourself to them. You're going to become that version that is respectable, honorable, admirable, and does the things that they have to do to level up and become the best that they can be. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think that it's a one-phase thing. And throughout this process, I learned exactly that if you are not handling every single thing that is within your areas of life. Uh, mind, body, soul, spirit, finances, 
uh, if you're not tackling every single thing and there's one thing that you're neglecting, whether it's your relationship, whether if it's being a better parent, whether if it's your physical fitness, for me, it was the drinking uh, that held me back for so fucking long, the nutrition, it doesn't get you fucking anywhere. And it was funny because as I focused on myself, as I've done the healing work, as I've been more disciplined, I've understood that everything is in alignment. And if you're fucking up in one place, you're fucking up in all places because it seeps into other places in your life. Whether you want to see that or not, do the fucking work, dude. I meditate three times a day. I journal three times a day. And I'm telling you, when you have that level of clarity, when you're able to fucking see the thoughts that are coming through your fucking head, it changes the fucking game for you. This is coming from a dude who didn't want to fucking live anymore. Honestly, I was like, if I get off to myself, no one would give a fuck. Life's going to keep moving. People are going to do whatever. They're going to remember me for a fucking second in its time. And God sent me a vision of me fucking dying. And I realized that I no longer can play this bullshit fucking bullshit pussy game that people like to do. And they like to say, oh, you know, and do all this fucking gay, dumb shit, you know. It's not fucking it. And that's the fact is, if you are about that shit. Like you say you are. You're going to do the motherfucking work. You're going to align yourself with the killers, with the motherfucking people who are going to get you to where you need to be. And you're going to bring that best fucking version of yourself to the world. And it's a motherfucking fact. If you share everything, I share what I'm eating. I share what I'm doing. I share the good shit. I share the bad shit. People see who the fuck you are and the level you are. When I walk in a room, people know my fucking aura. They know the energy that I'm on because I don't play that bullshit anymore. And that's been the power of having the podcast was realizing that I needed to become this man that I admire and share that with the fucking world. Because being this dude who had it figured out or had these people who lean on me and not being that best version fucking sucks. I seen what it is when you have alcoholic parents who drink ever since you're a little fucking kid. When I was four years old, I went up to my dad and I said, you're an alcoholic. He beat the shit out of me. When I was four years old, I went up to my mom and said, you're an alcoholic. You're drinking like my dad. She stopped drinking a little bit. She still drank every single day. Now, the problem is, is it doesn't matter how much you are drinking. If you're drinking consistently, whether if it's every single fucking weekend, every single day, it is a fucking problem. And I come from a place where no one fucking cares and they do this shit. I came from a place when I started speaking on my podcast. Oh, now I'm getting ridiculed. Now I'm getting fucking told something about my ego, about Oh, this or that. You don't know how this is. Motherfucker, results are fucking it. I got a house at fucking, what, 21 or 23? Fucking none of my family came. My parents never met my fucking kids. So when you tell me these things that have happened to you, I understand. And that's why I talk to that man. That's why I come a little harder because the fucking energy levels is sickening because men want to do this pussy shit. We want to be too fucking nice. We don't want to be the leaders we fucking need to be. And that is the fucking problem. When I was in the Marine Corps, they kept saying, oh, this old core mentality. And oh, you're different. You're aligned to this old core mentality. Why? Because where I came from, it was suck the fuck up. No one gives a fuck about your feelings. And that was it. Ever since I was a little kid, I was always oversharing information because I wanted to help on a deeper fucking level. So when it went into the second thing I'm talking about today, which is leveraging interviews and relationships, it became important to me because as you grow, as you heal, you're going to be talking and you're going to learn. One person who helped me better was I had um, a business partnership that fell with Zach Babcock. And it was something that fucking made me angry. And I was pissed. Why? Because I quit my job. I went all in on my fucking dream and it didn't work out. Motherfuckers making seven figures. I didn't make shit. I made fucking $450 maybe for the year. And uh, it pissed me the fuck off because I was like, man, why didn't this work? 
is there something wrong with me? And I went through all these fucking things and I interviewed this man, Sean Michael Crane, that eventually joined his program. And I thought me and my wife were going to divorce. And Sean gave me two options. Hey, man, this is what you're going to fucking do and become disciplined to become the best version of yourself. You're going to clean that nutrition up. You're going to stop being a bitch. You're going to wake the fuck up like you say you are. You're going to do the things you need to do. Because, again, with me, I have all these injuries from the Marine Corps. I throw up every single day because my fucking osteoarthritis and my joints. And uh, they said the next five to ten years, I'm going to need a full knee replacement on my right, which means my left's going to be pretty shortly after and uh, I've literally been going through this health thing. I fucking went to go te- get my testosterone checked, need to be on TRT. I don't need to be on this fucking bullshit yet. Like the fact is, is if you're not going to the right people, you're not getting the right help, it's not going to fucking help you. So Sean put me on game. He put me on a plan that was going to help me. And when I'm talking about leveraging the interviews, leveraging your relationships, it means fucking everything. Because if you are all lined on what you're doing, on becoming that best version of yourself. You're going to make sure that everything you're fucking doing is going to be in alignment with a man that you admire, the man that you're going to be. When I'm saying aligning yourself to your definition of success, it means doing the shit you don't want to fucking do. A lot of motherfuckers know what they're doing wrong. They know the leadership of not setting the example, but they don't want to fucking do it. Kind of like yesterday. Old boy wanted to tell me about fucking push-ups. And for me, don't fucking correct somebody if you're not there as a leader. Why? Because it is something about your character. People can pick that shit up. It's kind of like for me, I know how to make your podcast grow. I can tell you everything that I did, but I can't tell you, oh, the way that you make yourself blow up is you go to in-person interviews and you do all these things like that way. Why? Because I don't have the time to do all those things. I take care of my little ones. We're figuring that out. We get a good enough nanny who we feel comfortable with then I will do more traveling. So it is a different life. I can suggest it, but somebody's not going to fucking listen to me because I am not doing that. So when it came to this dude with the push-ups, I didn't want to fucking take advice from him because he's not where I want to fucking be. And that is the power. When you leverage the relationships, when you understand fucking how you're going to be able to use this. For me, every single thing that I do is fucking intentional. When I wake up in the morning and I'm throwing up because my joints hurt, it's intentional. Why? Because my body doesn't feel good. I did not want to get out of bed. I did not want to fucking go to the gym. It is intentional that I got up, threw up, still got my shit on. I was like, I need to get to fucking gym, motherfucker. I need to push myself, motherfucker. I need to get these macros in. All the things that align to you and that are important to you, you're going to figure out. And when I'm talking about leveraging relationships, leveraging the podcast interviews that you have, Use it to your advantage. Create the memorable experience that motherfuckers are like, I like this fucking dude. I love his fucking energy every single time you speak. It's not something where you're going to catch me and I'm going to be on some bitch shit. And you guys are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? This dude didn't bring his A-game in. I bring my A-game every motherfucking day as it's my last because I understand that I've had people closest to me fucking die And I've had this paradigm in my head where I didn't want to get close to anybody because I was like, everybody's going to fucking die and leave me alone. And I'm going to be back to the beginning to where it's all alone for a Lundis and no one's going to be here for me. So when I come from this level, when I'm talking about being intentional and bringing this different energy and light and using my podcast for it, it's because I strategically focus on what I'm doing and how I'm being present within the fucking moment so I can be the best that I can be. And that is the power of figuring out how to leverage what is important to you, what you're passionate about. I created a nine-step program, the Pod Prosper Blueprint, and that's what I talk about is understanding that so when you get to those hard parts where you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live anymore. I don't know if this thing is really mine sharing it. 
you go back to that beginning of helping someone and understanding that you too were at that position where you needed some inspiration to keep going. And what's awesome is you get those messages. I had a buddy where uh, he messaged me talking about, man, you were talking about drinking a gallon of whiskey and I didn't understand that. And I was like, bro, I seen my fucking Marines try to kill themselves. And that was something that helped me escape from that. It helped me escape suppressing my emotions of not being good enough, of fucking always pushing myself to be better, being my own boss at 19, staying late till 7 p.m. at work, going to fucking college at nighttime. Like I ain't all these motherfuckers. I had this work hard, play hard mentality for a fucking reason, and it didn't serve me. So this man hit me up, talked about drinking, was like, you helped me so much in my journey because people don't talk about that. We don't talk about how for first responders, how for the military, that it's so easy and it's socially acceptable to have a good time and have a drinking buddy and do whatever the fuck. The problem is, is everybody's masking and suppressing their pain. And when you go to substances like that, you escape your reality. Because the fact is, you just wouldn't be getting that shit faced if you really were happy about your life. And that is something for me is when we're talking, this is the third thing, you got to develop that man that you admire. Again, I talk about men. Why? Because I'm a motherfucking man who's went through the suck and understands what it is, how it is, and how we need to show up. So if you are that man, what you're going to have to fucking do is understand that you need to develop the man that is worthy of the success that is coming. For me, the next house I'm going to get is going to be fat as fuck. The next car I'm going to get is going to be a Rolls Royce. The next fucking things that are coming in my life is having the money for my kids so they don't have to worry about me and worry about, you know, oh, how are we going to go to college? How are we going to do this? How am I going to start the fucking business? You know what it's going to be? I'm going to be the one that changes it. Honestly, I'll, I'll drop a knowledge bomb right here. Havens isn't my last name. I fucking hate it. It's a white last name. It is my uncle's last name because my grandmother did some fuck shit and used that same last name for my dad and him because uh, she was married and uh, kept the same last name. So that is not my real last name. I never met the black side of my family and I've always hated Havens. Why? Because that isn't me. I feel like it's not alignment with who I truly am because that is not my people. But when it came to it and I was like, this is my fucking last name. That's what it is. You guys are going to remember my motherfucking last name. I'm going to create something that is generational to come. And when you're like, you think of Havens, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. When they think about grandfather Havens and they think about me, it's going to be like, this dude fucking changed. He broke the generational curses. He stopped fucking drinking. He got fucking shredded. He showed up and made all this fucking money that he needed to do to become the best version of himself. Because when it came down to it, I remember having nothing, having nobody around who gave a single fuck about me. My parents didn't give a fuck. They clearly don't now because they want to be on their fucking high horse talking about how great they fucking are. Motherfuckers haven't even met their grandkids. They haven't even showed up to my house that I did. And you want to be talking about how great you are. Motherfuckers, stay on your game. Because if you're about that shit, you would have pulled up on me and been like, hey, I'm here. I'm, I want to be present. Whatever. But that's not the fact is, is people don't do that shit. So if it is you, if it is figuring out what it needs to be that develops that person that is worthy of the success, you need to develop that person, that discipline shit. If you look at my stories, I show my nutrition. I show my workouts. I show everything in life. I talk about the suck. I talk about the business. I talk about my failures. I fucking continually am putting that out every single fucking day, even though I don't want to do it. I don't want to get on my phone. Honestly, I don't even want to do these podcast episodes the majority of the time. I don't really want to fucking talk to people. Why? Because a lot of motherfuckers aren't going to get it. And that's the fact is they're going to tell you, oh, you're egotistical. You have anger issues. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You can't tell me that by analyzing my behavior and my habits that you can tell the exact person I am. Fuck off, man. And it's just like, bro, I can fucking tell who you are by the way that you do. I can tell by the way you wake up, 
by the energy, how you fucking look, the energy that you come in the motherfucking room with. I can analyze that. It's not fucking hard to realize where somebody's at by the way that they are. If you're coming and you're fucking hesitating and, oh, man, I don't know. Life's been fucking hard. Like People fucking know where you're at. If you develop that person who's fucking unstoppable, well, that comes in is like, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm here to fucking play. I'm here to fucking get this workout in. That's one thing for me. It doesn't matter how much fucking pain you put in. I'm going to smile on my fucking, in your fucking face, and I'm going to laugh. Why? Because you think you're going to fucking break me, and nothing's going to break me. It's why in the Marine Corps, we used to do log runs. I'm fucking five, eight on a good day. <laughs> Normally five, seven, right? These logs are fucking bouncing. I've dislocated both of my shoulders four times. The logs bouncing, if you don't know fucking anything, normally you have six foot motherfuckers carrying these logs. So if you're short, you're holding the log up the whole entire time. And for me, I used to laugh doing that shit. I used to laugh doing push-ups until we're throwing up. Why? Because people don't want to go that far. They want to see you fucking break. I will start crying and I will start laughing. And people will look at me and be like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? He's just different. I'm different because I understand the pain of not being good enough of fucking sucking, of going through working harder than fucking everybody and still not being to that point. So when it comes to developing that man, you're going to count your reps, right? So for me, I went 0-30 fucking something my freshman year of high school, transferred schools, did better. I thought I fucking sucked, honestly. Swear to God, thought I sucked or whatever. Got in the Marine Corps. Some dude was a three-time Minnesota state champ. Apparently, I fucking suplexed this motherfucker choked him out because he was getting aggressive with people trying to fight him. And they called it a fucking day when it would go to wrinkle martial arts and doing jujitsu and so forth, throwing motherfuckers around when it came to getting in uh, situations where, you know, we needed a box or whatever. All of a sudden, all those fucking reps have taken all those fucking L's counted and they brought the best out of me. And I was fucking shocked, dude. I was fucking people up. And I was like, how am I doing this? Why? Because it continually went in developing and building that person that you respect that you admire, that you understand, that put in the motherfucking work. And it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what comes in your fucking way. You're going to crush it. You're going to get through it. So now I have a different energy, a different light when it comes to life because I've done the healing. I've shared the fucking journey. I've leveraged everything that I've learned, interviews, the relationships with people, developing the man that I am, that when I come, it's not on no bullshit. I did the degree. I've went to college. I fucking... What else do you want to tell me? You know what I mean? I'm going to get to where I want to be because I know the work that is required. And I know what it's like when you're working 18 hour days, you're going to school at nighttime, you're trying to start a family, you guys are having miscarriages. Like I've went through the fucking pain that made me fucking change. And if that is you, you're going to do the work, you're going to continually get better and you're going to show up as a better version of yourself because that is the fucking requirement if you want to break these generational curses. If you want to recalibrate your mindset and truly become the man that you fucking admire, you're going to do all the hard shit that usually you would have bitched out of on prior to. But instead, you're making sure that everything you're doing is in alignment with becoming the best that you can be. And you're helping other men do the same because that is it. If this is you, if you feel like that is your calling to step into that, I got a group the recalibrated man, it's all winners. 
closers who are sharing their story, transforming them in business and life. We're building, launching, scaling, and monetizing podcasts. I would love to get you guys in there and share your story, get you on some podcasts so you can be able to transform lives and show people that it doesn't fucking matter the fucked up shit that you've been through. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter the limiting beliefs you have. If you put the fucking work in, you'll distinguish them. You'll get better. If you don't put the work in, you're going to sit there and keep bitching and complaining about why you don't have the results. It is simple. If you do the hard work, if you do what you know you have to do, because we all have that moral compass of, oh, I should be working out. I should be doing my nutrition. I should be you know, going on two to three podcasts a week. I should be recording. I should be finding time to do what's important to me. It's going to make time for you. It's going to change the game for you. So if that is you, DM me podcast. We can be able to set this up. This is two years of podcasting and my life is truly changed. I ain't fucking going anywhere. So if you don't like me, I'm going to pray for you. But honestly, it's been amazing for me because it was a transformational time where having a podcast allowed me to grow into who I am and become the best version of myself and bring it out into the world. I leverage every single thing that I do. I have intentional, um, intentional with everything that I do for a reason because I understand what it's like when you're going through the motions in life. And honestly, if you have one fucking life, why are you going to be doing that shit, man? Secondly, I'm a parent. Last thing I want to fucking do is have this fucked up mindset, have this fucked up way of escaping reality in life, showing that to my kids and having them pass it on. If you don't stop the pain, if you don't stop all the bullshit that you've gone through in your life, your kids are going to go through that and it's going to be an even worse situation. Do the fucking work, stop complaining and bring that best version of yourself to life. That is it, y'all. I just want to say thank you. You know, this past two years of my life has been amazing with this podcast because it allowed me to grow into my own self. And as I'm always talking about it, it's fucking tough. Why? Because when you don't share the knowledge, when you don't do the work, when you're not getting into the ways of what it needs to be and how you need to be the better version of yourself, it's going to bring into you issues. And for me, it was always trying to figure out in my life and trying to be in alignment and trying to connect people on a deeper level that having a podcast allowed me to do that. And it transformed my life because I became a better dad, a better husband, a better man when I focused on healing myself and sharing that best version for the world and bringing that motherfucking energy to life. So thank you guys for tuning in. There's so much more that's coming on. I appreciate y'all for being here. We're just getting started. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, mm-hmm. the winner's paradise.